What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Sports Medicine Broadcast, a podcast to promote and improve your practice as an athletic trainer. So with what started off as a way to connect some lonely athletic trainers during COVID has grown into like a community that's thriving on Zoom calls. So Tom was supposed to be on here. He was kind of one of, we'll talk about how kind of how it got started there, but um, Tom, Ed, Paul, and Ashley are, are going to discuss like how they kind of grown the Wolfpack and just out of genuine conversations. Like if you're watching the Facebook or YouTube live, when we first started, we were working on tech issues or talking about uh, coffee, how we, you know, some of us like it or don't like it, that kind of thing. And, and it's pretty cool. It's like a, just a no agenda group of athletic trainers hanging out, talking, and we're going to just discuss how to join, what it looks like and things like that. So this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash AT Wolfpack. And of course I am Jeremy Jackson, the host of the Sports Medicine Broadcast. So again, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash AT Wolfpack. So if you want to join, here's the quick and easy link. If this is all you came for, it was go to sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash join the Wolfpack. Put in all your credit card information. Make sure you join the email list. And is, is that is that how that works, Ed? No? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. No, actually, but, like you, that. but we'll, we'll discuss when, where, how, why to join and all that stuff as well. One of the questions that I wanted to start with was Tom has been like in the discord talking about these late night Zoom calls with Mark and some other people. That seems a little, a little weird. I don't know, but um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that with, with Tom later. So uh, Ashley, why don't you start with us? Just tell us. Uh, give us a quick intro. You're over at Texas A&M Corpus Christi, uh, your yep. years experience and stuff like that. So go ahead. Um, so my name is Ashley Ambrister. I'm originally from Florida. I did my undergrad at University of Florida. And then I am also a Texas athletic trainer with Jeremy. Uh, I currently work. This is my second year at Texas A&M Corpus Christi working with women's soccer. All right. And then right next to her, if you're watching live is Ed. Ed is going to have to say his last name because most people can't pronounce it. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm uh, um, <laughs> wait, did born you, and Wait, wait, wait. Did you say your last name? It froze. Uh, uh, Wozniakiewicz. Wozniakiewicz. See, see, and even the computer didn't want you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, Max can't handle me. So, <laughs> um, no, I was born and raised in Massachusetts. Um, I work up in Vermont. Um, I'm in my ninth year at Castleton University. And then right next to Ed in the live video, we have Paul. Paul, welcome. Morning. I'm Paul Rupp. I'm from, I actually grew up in southern New York State and managed to work my way down to northern Virginia where I've been at Oakton High School for 26 years now. Or, I'm sorry, 21 years now. I'm rushing things along. Okay. 21 years at Oakton High School. Are you looking to retire? With all this going on in the in the country, yes. So obviously, right now, as we're recording this, I mentioned earlier, I was born out of COVID and athletic trainers wanting to find a place to to talk. So, if you listen to this sometime later, that's kind of what what uh, Paul's talking about there. All right. So tonight, today is Tuesday when we're recording this. Tuesday, Thursdays, right now are when you have your Zoom call. I think it usually starts about six o'clock p.m. Um, Central time, so that may be four o'clock if you're in California, or seven o'clock if you're out on the East Coast. Um, so, if someone joins that call tonight, what are they going to be expecting, Paul? That's that, that's an unanswerable question. <laughs> uh, what should they expect? We may. It, it's a unique group of people that can turn any conversation into any other conversation where we could start talking about ankle sprains, turn ankle sprains into barbecue, turn that into whiskey, turn that into concussions, and then back into ankle sprains, all within a half an hour. Yeah. Sounds, sounds about right. So there's definitely almost always some sort of alcohol involved in the discussion usually wine or whiskey whatever it is whatever you're drinking i, I don't drink alcohol so i'm usually like silent on those parts because i'm like I yeah don't know. you and me both yeah so but you know it's fun to join in those conversations and, and share so um ashley what do you think if someone was going to join what would be your take my take would be we are very unique in that we have a very diverse group of athletic trainers first off like we have 
people like Paul who have 20 plus years of experience that they bring. And then we also have people who are GAs, people who are in undergrad or in their MAT program. We even, um, for a while, we have had a couple like high school athletic training student aides that wanted to pursue athletic training. Um, so first off, we have a very diverse group of people. Some people work in high school, some people work in outreach, some people work at universities, like literally every setting you can think of. We even had uh, Larry Heck for a little bit. Uh, Don't forget Carlos. Uh, from the WWE, we have Carlos who uh, works in the MLB leagues. Um, so we have such a diverse group of people and usually on the Zoom calls there's between 15, sometimes we get up to 25 people that are just on Zoom. And like Paul said, we literally talk about anything. Sometimes we'll just start off like complaining about, oh, we had this bad day or we had this bad injury. And then like the conversation just keeps evolving. And um, definitely the first time it can be a little intimidating, especially if you are a little more soft-spoken. Um, I'm definitely not one of those people, so I fit right in. Um, but it's just one of those, like, feel free to say whatever you want. Like, feel free to jump into the conversation. Like, we even have the chat going as well. So people will, like, put stuff in there and we'll kind of comment on it. Um, but like Paul said, like, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes they last for two hours. Um, sometimes they last, will be up until three in the morning just because we keep finding new topics to talk about. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much like, you never know what you're going to expect. And that's part of the fun of it. But a lot of athletic trainers, were just looking to socialize with people who understand the things that we go through and we're looking for people to bounce ideas off of. So it's a really great group because you have every single angle that you could ever imagine just like in this one group for a couple hours. So I mentioned the sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash join the Wolfpack. That's to join the Discord. And so in the Discord, um, that has like the links to the Zoom because I think it's a different Zoom link every week or every every time. And and so if you go to that, you're not going to ju- jump right into a Zoom call. You're not going to go to a Zoom call by clicking on that. It's going to take you to the Discord so you can join that. And then then it may take you, if you never use Discord, it may take you a second to figure that out, how to get to the links, but it's pretty simple. Or you could always just type in, hey, how do I do this? And somebody will answer you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you're talking about the chat, that's normally how I interact is through the chat because I'm, I'm not like so outspoken. And, you know, I, I feel like for me, I am back at work. I am married and I have four kids at home, so I'm not I'm not one that's needing to talk to somebody or needing somebody to talk to me. So I'm just kind of there chilling, you know, observing a lot of the time. But um, it's definitely an opportunity if you like to talk, which some people, like Ashley said, do like to talk a lot, and that's perfect. That's what it's there for. So Ed, the the origin, as much as you can remember, talk about the very beginning. So. It really started with Tom when he started doing his YouTube AT Talks because I was a frequent flyer on that show. So it was just really nice getting on once a week with different athletic trainers, discussing topics and finding out that there are other ATs out there that thought similar to how I did because I was starting to think I was on an island by myself. So then Tom didn't have internet at his house, so he's doing it at work. So when he was told to quarantine, that stopped so then we were just saying how (laughs) like we had nothing to really look forward to during the week so he had me shoot out a tweet about if anyone wanted to just join a random zoom conversation and the the private the dms that i got with people wanting to sign up um was overwhelming at first like we had like 40 people be like yeah i'd be interested and the first few zooms were a little awkward because we didn't have an unlimited account so we were getting booted off every 40 minutes and we were having technical difficulties and then mike hopper saved the day with his unlimited account through uh bishop lynch so so then that's how the tuesday and thursdays started um and i was on them all the time and i usually got off early on the earlier side and that's when everyone else got into deeper conversation probably because i didn't want to be too deep um and uh but now as like i'm getting back into work i i'm not on the zooms nearly as much like every two or three weeks um so sorry my phone's being all awkward but yeah that's basically how the wolf pack started 
that's that's kind of what I said. It was just, all right, hey, we need somebody to talk to. And here we go. We're working through some stuff. And then, you know, as we're talking, Ed's phone is vibrating and knocking it off the stand and stuff like that. It, it happens, right? But that's kind of the cool part about the Wolfpack is nobody expect it, expects it to be a business meeting, right? You're not, you shouldn't be in a shirt and tie. And I don't know if Ed ever wears pants or anything like that, but um, it's, it's really just, <laughs> it's really something to hang out. So I want to go back to, you know, mentioned some high school people. So Paul, working in a high school, having high school kids in these Zoom calls, what is your, your thought on that? My the first meeting I was in, there was a there was a high school student in there who I think he's now in college. I think he's now an mm-hmm. adult training student, so a um, little more comfortable. I was I was feeling a little awkward about it, especially when some of the conversations came up. Um, but it, it, it's a it's a safe environment. Anybody can talk about anything, uh, and we do. Um, and you know, the first one I left there, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if this is quite for me. But I'll give it another shot. And then the second one, it was much more comfortable, and it just starts to flow. And you get to learn who these people are. And there's some really good people and some really knowledgeable athletic trainers in these conversations. And like I said, we've talked. We had one night we had a session where we just talked about concussions, and we really basically should get some CEUs for that discussion. Um, and, and there are other times where we've talked an hour on barbecue, and it, it really flows. And whoever has something to say, and we try and – be inclusive and listen to what people have to say and and grow off that. One night somebody just needed a vent and she came in and just exploded and I, I think she was in tears at one point because her day was so frustrating and we were there for her just to just to listen to her. And there are other times where, you know, it's it's a free flowing and there's there's moments of silence and we're just kind of sitting with each other, which is not a bad thing either. So you know, you kind of grow on it and it grows on you. So Josh Dawsey watching live said the Zoom meetings are like, well, Josh is in Louisiana, so it's like Forrest Gump. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Exactly. Tanya Watson jumping in saying hi, just, you know, always supporting the, the podcast. So saying hi there. So thanks, Josh and Tanya, for, for watching live, checking it out. But obviously they're all, they're active in the Wolfpack pack as well. So, so we talked about how it started. Um, how often have you seen the high school kids in there I don't since think. the beginning i haven't seen any high school kids i was like i haven't noticed any in um probably like kind of since school started because they're obviously busy with all of their schoolwork and doing everything and um i like someone mentioned like one of the high school students he actually like just went to college this year um so now he's in undergrad program like looking to become an athletic trainer uh through the tcu program i believe uh so we haven't actually had i don't think high school students in a while but we do have quite a few like undergrad um and mat students so and i think it's great for them to kind of see all of these athletic trainers that have all this experience because they get like a real feel for what athletic training is like there's only so much that you learn in your education that you're prepared for in your education but then there's oh, these are all the other things that go along with it. Like these are, and like, yeah, we complain a lot because there's a lot of stuff in our job that like we don't enjoy, like who enjoys doing documentation for three hours? I know I don't, um, but it's honestly like just getting a real like look into what the daily life of an athletic trainer is and the things that they may go through as they're pursuing the profession. Yeah. I mean, the thing I'd add on to that too is we share our frustrations. We get perspectives from everyone else which kind of grounds our emotions. But at the same time, we're getting people trying to help us through those situations as well. Um, I've known, I, I've shared a few situations I was dealing with and got a lot of help um, afterwards. And some people are really willing to share um, their advice in front of the whole group or a lot of times um, a, a lot of private um conversations have come out of that and that and for me with those private conversations that have come out of developing relationships in the wolf pack and the zooms around the discord have led to really strong friendships as well so that's one thing i would also say is um you may not always get a positive not a negative reaction but not a positive reaction to something you say but there will probably be someone who will reach out 
privately to help you through too, um, which is what I've really liked. So Jen is watching live and she said that she would be a, a barbecue uh, contest judge, but I, I don't know that... I don't know that you guys can really handle a barbecue contest because none of it, well, Ashley is, is from Texas as well. And so any sort of barbecue contest with somebody outside of Texas is always like uh, uh, what people call the Astros now an asterisk, right? Um, so it's it's a, uh, are you really eating barbecue? So Jen, I appreciate your enthusiasm and, and I'd have to invite you down to Texas to, to have some real brisket and real barbecue. And then then we'll see from there. But again, well, that, talking that's about, a little judgmental when you haven't tasted my brisket. I have well, been. There goes Paul's. Paul's BP is raising now. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're right, and I and I'll even take that. I'll own that. I am. I would say I'm judgmental. I've been to different parts of the country <laughs> and had brisket, and I swear I went to Atlanta at, at a place that was recommended by barbecue people, and it was it was no joke. It was like pot roast. I was like, oh my god, this is disgusting, and so. From there, it's like, okay, ribs. I can go. I can go somewhere and get ribs. Ribs are pretty solid. You can get anywhere. But, but I welcome you to come to Texas. We'll go to some of the good barbecue spots um, here in Houston or, or in Austin is a really good place to get some really good barbecue. But oh, yeah. again, this is following the exact trail of the AT Wolfpack. Is we could be talking about something positive, productive. Hey, this has been a really cool encouragement, and you know, it's helped me walk through some stuff. Oh yeah, hey, talking about barbecue, right? And so, um, so that was one of the other things is you said, there's been some really good solid friendships that have come through. Um, so talk about some of the situations where you have either been helped or been able to help others walk through a situation. And, um, Paul, why don't we start with you on this one? When we get together on a Tuesday or Thursday, it, it really is a free, free flowing conversation. And I, I, I can't think of any one instance where I helped or somebody helped me. It just in, in in these times over the past what four months, people coming in with anxieties and just to be able to sit in, and there are people that come in and I there's a couple of people that I remember seeing we, every time I'm in there who don't say a word they're just sitting there listening and taking in the information and just being with other athletic trainers and being around other people I think helps some people um, and Ashley I think you could speak to this and I don't know if it it spurred off but the all things at created a membership, uh, a mentorship, and mm -hmm. I became a mentor out of that. And I don't know if that was a splinter group off of the Wolfpack or I don't know how that became created, but I got involved with that through my involvement with the Wolfpack. So I created a, a, a mentee-mentor relationship, and I've helped people that way through, through that mentorship program. Yeah, so I'll speak to the All Things AT. I wouldn't necessarily call it a splinter off of um... – off of the wolf pack, it just happened to be so like, yes, we have the zooms, but also back in the beginning when there was only like 30 to 40 of us, we were all like in a Twitter message together. And it was funny because we were talking about um, the anonymous AT account and like some of the questions that were posted. And there was a group of people who were just since there's 30 or 40 of us in this one group message, it's like, hey, well, why don't we like create kind of our own thing where like we're able to post resources for athletic trainers. And one of the big things for a lot of, um, cause there's a group of seven of us, I believe that kind of moderate or like we're the creators of all things AT. Um, and one of the big things for us is like, we want to kind of create a mentorship program. And now we have over a hundred mentor mentee pairings. So that's, we've been able to help build some really strong relationships with that, but that did start because all of us just happen to be in the Wolfpack chat together and we're talking about, it and it's like, Hey, this is, would be a great idea. Why don't we start this? Um, as far as like my personal relationships, I've definitely developed a couple friendships out of it. I wouldn't necessarily say that people like I've helped anybody who's in need or like I've been helped. Like, obviously I'll come in and have my own complaint sessions about whatever. Um, but I have been able to get a lot of really good advice because we do have some amazing athletic trainers. So like right now I'm dealing um, with a foot injury and I was like, I just put it in the discord, like, Hey, this is kind of like the athlete history. Like these are things I'm looking at, like what can you do with that? And we have a couple really good athletic tricks. Like one of them, Jen, who's like a barefoot guru. And she like is amazing. 
And I had like 10 people commenting like, hey, make sure you look at this, make sure you look at this, try these exercises. Um, I know that there's a couple other D1 athletic trainers on there. So I've reached out to them like, hey, what's, especially with COVID, it's like, hey, what are you guys doing for like your policy on this? Or like, what do you like have for this? So I've had a lot of those like individual conversations, but these were people that I wouldn't have known if we weren't in this group together. Yeah, to kind of go off of that, I haven't really helped anyone obviously in dire situations, but I will get a lot of people who will reach out privately and just ask like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Like, and they're looking to see if it's justifiable how they're feeling. And it's like, yes, I've experienced all those things as well. And I'm just glad that people are comfortable enough to reach out to me because they've gotten to know me either through Zooms or the Discord, um, which, I never felt like I had before COVID. So um, I went almost 10 years in a career just bottling up anxieties from the profession and not having a group to reach out to. So that's why I really wanted to have something like this. Didn't think it was going to grow to the size that it is right now and could be going. But And I will negate Ed's comment. Like, he's helped me with a lot of things. So... Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have reached out to him and like complaining about work stuff or just complaining about things going on and, and I, help I, people Ed. Absolutely. And I, and I just thought of something that were something that did help me was uh, when all the, the social uh, conversations were going on. Um, mm -hmm. We actually had a small meeting um, amongst ourselves um, and how to deal with some of the social injustices. And, and I really learned a lot about how to better listen to somebody and, um, not not walk over their thoughts when they're trying to share something to, to be a better listener and to be more inclusive to others when when they're when they're in need. Um, so that is one thing I learned from our group. So just real quick look on the Discord. There's 166 members in the in the Discord, and so like you're saying, there's a hundred pairings between mentors. Jen just commenting on the Facebook Live and Tanya as well about they've never felt like they've had a, a solid mentor, and. That is absolutely something that has been that is missing in our profession. And I know the NATA is starting an initiative where they're doing mentorship and mentor training and stuff like that. And this is just something that was born out of necessity. So it's really cool that at the same time that we, the people of athletic training, are seeing we need this, the leadership as well is seeing we need this. And we're kind of just taking it into our own, own hands and saying, hey, here's what it is. And then kind of what all three of you were saying is don't discount the fact that, that you're helping. Right. Um, so obviously with the podcast, I see this all the time. Like people reach out like, Hey, thanks. I'm like, Oh, Hey, you're welcome. I didn't, you know, I don't know you. I didn't know that this was impactful that kind of way. And so just know that you being there, being honest, being open is an opportunity for somebody to connect and to grow. And don't just say, uh, I'm just there hanging out so I can listen to people or so I can, so I can vent. Well, then you build in that connection and that's allowing somebody else to know that they have a free space or you're an ear as well. So definitely don't discount that. But just like Paul said, the Wolfpack is not just people griping and venting. There's a lot of really cool, useful things that have come out of that. So and then one of the one of the big things that I see on like you said, the Twitter the Twitter feed, Twitter conversation is it was hard to follow. And I think it's even harder to follow the general discussion in the Discord. But I think it's maybe because I don't use it. You know, I'll get on there once or twice a week kind of thing. And so then it's like, well, there's 50 missed messages. Like, well, I'll just skip to the bottom. <laughs> and so so I, I probably miss a lot. But there's like a section in there that is like for athletic training parents. And obviously I talk a lot about I have three biological kids and a foster daughter. So that's something that where I can definitely learn and help other athletic trainers and then it's it's a like a closed group that is is open and inclusive and so it's it's pretty cool um because you can definitely find your niche like like they said you have carlos and rick and i think larry or something like that they're all in there in the professional sports realm well they can kind of connect but then we can connect with them we can see some of their conversations and those kind of things um and it, it's just it's pretty cool to see all these different athletic trainers and these mentors and things that come from that. So we've talked about the conversations being random. One of the conversations I see a lot is people talking about NATA. We were, you know, obviously planning on Atlanta being a big thing, 
but then that didn't happen. So planning for Orlando. So some of the conversations that you guys are seeing, what, let's just kind of go over some of those. Uh, again, you don't want to, I guess, share anybody's information since you didn't, if we didn't get consent. So don't say Tom said this, but, um, what are some of those conversations looking like for Orlando? That we're going to probably have three Airbnbs right next door. And if there's fences, we're going to take them all down and have a big <laughs> backyard party with a barbecue competition. Someone will probably bring their fancy whiskey collection and teach us how to taste whiskey and <laughs> hang out. <laughs> and also, like, we're basically saying it's going to be a mandatory like two week vacation because we're obviously going to be at NATA for five days. Um, but then it's like, oh, Disney's right there. So we all need to go to Epcot and drink around the world. And we need like for anyone who hasn't been to Disney before, like definitely need to go. And this is where like the barbecue competitions come up, too, because we're like, oh, like everybody can just cook all these massive meals and we can all eat together. And um, yeah, like it's just really exciting because this was born out of like when we started quarantining and everything. Um, so we were like kind of like fenced off and everybody was kind of on their own. And now it's like we at that point, hopefully we have all a lot of us have been talking for like over a year. So then it's like, oh, my God, we're finally going to be able to like see each other in person and like, yeah, just have like a huge party for two weeks. So. And, that, and that's just it. that's what I'm really looking forward to is. It, through through uh, the Wolfpack, I've met Ed, who's in Vermont, who I probably would have never met if it weren't for this. You got people in Utah, Texas, Florida, all over the country, California, all over the country, who I probably would have never met, but I now see as friends. And I'm really looking forward to being able to get together and, like Ashley said, share a meal with them and just sit down and just enjoy each other's company. And Yes, we'll we'll talk athletic training. I'm sure because we all live athletic training. We athletic trainers can't do anything but talk about athletic training. Um, but from that, just have a meal with each other and get to know each other's families and really bond and, and make better relationships is really what I'm looking forward to at that time. Yeah, and I mean for me, it's making me look forward to NATA. Like my undergrad class, out of 11 students, two of us are practicing athletic trainers still. 10 years after. So it's not like I have classmates from undergrad. Um, and then grad school, I was a very small class and they don't go to NATA because they, it's too expensive for them to afford in their situations, which is unfortunate. So like when I go to NATA, it's like, okay, go to a talk, have dinner with my boss, which I love hanging out with my boss and then go to my room for the night. And it's like, I don't feel like I enjoy the experience as much because in person, I'm not as outgoing in big crowds as I have been with with the wolf pack because like I said when we started there was 10 or 15 so it was a manageable size group um but uh yeah so I'm looking forward to that now I just I don't think I'm going to get any educational experience out of it because I'm going to get caught up in the lobby talking to whoever walks by and be like hey how's it going so well that's why we need the two weeks we're going to do a week beforehand to be just us and we can eat, drink, and be merry. Then we'll have our five days of education and then three days recovery. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to have to get a permission and a contract signed by my wife approving of that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, I think we all will need to. I need to do the same. <laughs> so, so I've been to NATA in Houston. I went to it when it was in San Antonio and then Houston, New Orleans, and Las Vegas. And one of the hard things for me is um, in Houston, New Orleans, and Las Vegas, I was doing the podcast. So in San Antonio, it's three hours from me, but I still like had trouble connecting with people, like finding people I knew. And, you know, the cell phones weren't as big and social media wasn't as big back then when I first went. And so it probably was a little bit harder. But being there with 10 to 20,000 athletic trainers, it's easy to feel lost and like you're just walking around like, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. And even even me with, with the podcast, you know, like I usually wear the sports medicine broadcast t-shirt. And so people are like, oh, hey, you're that guy. I'm like, yeah. And then they just keep walking. It's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, sometimes people intentionally seek out and talk to me. But I think I think in the Discord, I think Josh Dawsey is the only person I've met in person because we met in New Orleans at NATA. 
because you know we've interacted and so he came up and met me i think he's the only person in there that i've met and so now if every tuesday i'm seeing ed's face and then like i'll see him in person like oh you know we've been friends for a year and a half just like ashley said and so again it's a really cool opportunity for you to grow and connect with athletic trainers from across the country and and get to know them so that when you do go to an event like NATA or your state event, you have that, that extra one person to connect to because usually you're not going to just move around on a whole group of 160 people at one time. But if I just see Ashley, oh, hey, Ashley, where are you going? All right, and then we walk and talk for a little while. Now that event means a little bit more to me when I'm connecting with people rather than just sitting and getting all of these lectures, which you know by the end of the day, your brain is overwhelmed with. So again, I think it's a really fantastic opportunity to, to connect and build those relationships. Yeah, definitely. And even, um, like, I know a lot of us have joked about like meeting up in person and like starting a little like scrapbook. Um, like I know we're not traveling too much, but there are a couple of people that I knew, um, cause they work in my conference, but then like Josh Dossie lives, um, in Louisiana in one of the towns where like we travel to for games. So it's like, hey, Josh, like when I travel out there, like we need to grab dinner or something. Or if I ever go up to Dallas, like I'm going to hit up Mike Hopper or just like anybody who's around. So you don't even, yeah, it does make um, those experiences a lot more fun. Um, but then we're also giving, because a couple people were moving this summer for jobs. So they're like, hey, I'm traveling here. Anybody who's from this area, like what should I be doing there? So yeah, it's just like fantastic to have people from around the country too. Cause then you get all of that advice just being like from their geographical locations. One of the things I think Paul mentioned earlier was the across the country perspective. And just before we started, I'm not sure if it was caught in the beginning of the live stream was that here in Texas, we have athletic periods and a lot of places outside of Texas don't have athletic periods during the day. So that means like we have seven periods during the school day, first, fourth, and seventh for us are athletic periods. So that means the kids are in their sport practicing during the school day. So instead of being in PE, they're in athletics. And without the social media, I wouldn't have known that. And so there's so much perspective you can gain. And then like Paul said, whenever there's the, all the social injustice stuff, you get a little bit safer place than on Twitter. Cause if you go on Twitter and say something like, why does black light, why do black lives matter? Then you're going to get all sorts of hate and then you'll get one good comment and then all sorts of hate and then one good comment, something like that. Well, here you can, you can ask that question and say, guys, I don't really know how to ask this question, but can somebody explain this? And then you're probably, you might still get some comments maybe, but for the most part, it's, it seems to be like a growth opportunity uh, in the Discord or in the chat and those kind of things. And um, I want to, Ashley, you mentioned this, like jumping into a conversation with 20 to 40 people can be a little intimidating. So what if I am that AT that's feeling lonely and I want to jump on the Zoom call? What would you say to me to feel more comfortable with speaking up? I mean, I think... Um... It definitely is intimidating the first time. I know that a couple people have, like they've joined it and they'll just kind of turn off their um, video, turn off their mic and just kind of listen. And I know some people have done that for like their first one or two sessions. But honestly, like just if you have a question about anything, even if it was something that happened like 10 minutes ago, like all the time we jump back to conversations that we've left because there's always more to discuss. Um, so it's just like, take a leap of faith. Like nobody's here to judge, like nobody judges at all. Nobody's going to, and honestly, a lot of the times we're excited when new faces join too, because it's all of a sudden it's a new person that we get to learn about and new experiences that we can learn from. So just honestly, like you can sit back for a little bit, like that's fine. Like sometimes I do that. Like right now I work Tuesday and Thursday nights. So usually like I'll, I get off at like nine 30. So then I just listen on my way home and I don't usually say much. So you can sit back, listen, kind of get a feel for different people because you can tell like by their voices, by inflection, um, by how talkative they are. Um, you can get a feel for people by listening for a little bit before you speak up. But then honestly, like if you ever have anything to say, like just say or put in the chat like, hey, I'm new, like my name's so-and-so. Um, and then we'll all like, oh, oh my gosh, hello, like tell us about yourself. And then so, yeah, so there's like so many ways that you can kind of like ease yourself in. Um, but probably if you're a new person and you're joining, like someone will call out and be like, oh my gosh, you're new. Like tell us a little bit about yourself and then just kind of feel free to join into the conversation as it goes. 
Yeah. And I even think that Discord helps out with that. Like if someone joins the Discord first and you can see what other people's comments are in terms of like things they believe in how to practice or treat things or just their ideas on barbecue and stuff like that. It gets you a ground to connect with some people before you even get on the Zoom. So then when you do join that Zoom, it's still a little intimidating, but you at least have an idea of like, this is what this person's like um, before you even get in. So it's easier to uh, break into the Zoom sessions that way. I've kind of found that it's it's a really welcoming community. Like, whenever anybody logs in and enters the Zoom, it's almost like walking into Cheers, where it's "Hey, Norm," and everybody everybody saying hi. And when people leave, it's "Hey, have a good night." And so everybody is is recognized at some point. And I and I try to actively involve people that seem like they're interested and a little anxious to jump in. I'll I'll often ask. Hey, what do you think about this? Or, hey, Ashley, how are you doing? And just throwing out – and other people are doing that as well just to keep people involved and let, let each other know that we care. So as we're talking about 166 athletic trainers in the Discord or 20, 40 or more in the, in the Zoom meetings, um, to keep this somewhat, like, organized or moving forward, has there been any sort of – um, actual like structure put in place or something like that, like a social organization, our local one has the president and vice president, those kind of things. And then what are you guys doing to kind of help keep and maintain that open atmosphere? Well, like right now in the Discord, there is a group of moderators comprised of me, Ashley, Paul, um, Tom were the first five ones. Cause we were, the, and the reason we did that, we were the most consistent and since day one pretty much um so just and it was more it's more just to like discuss things we're noticing and trying to figure out what kind of moves we should make as we grow which would benefit or make the experience better for everyone but there's no like oh so-and-so's president we kind of wanted to avoid that because we didn't want it to develop into like a mini nata <laughs> was kind of how i felt i didn't want it to be too structured because then i think that takes away from this is a social group um where we are just candid um can speak our minds um and try and be as inclusive as we possibly can so and the, and the whole goal of even the moderators, because we, we had this discussion, the whole point was to keep it um, open and inclusive and all of that and to be free-flowing. The, the moderators are there just so if somebody does have a complaint, we can discuss it as a group and, and have a discussion about you know, what, what to do and, and how to react to it. Um, but really, it's an open forum. So as long as people are being civil to each other, I don't think anybody has a concern with what you talk about as long as you're being civil and respectful. And that, that's pretty much our rule is be respectful and civil to each other and, and enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And the other thing too is we, we allow it. So like if someone joined the Wolf Pack and they really like it and they have a friend they think would like it, they can invite them to join. So it's not like, yeah, there's a link where you can join, but it, it's still kind of, it's still pretty word of mouth and, like I, like I invited some coworkers and they joined and they're a part of it um, in spells where they, they uh, participate. But, and that's the thing I like. There's, there's so many people I wouldn't have met that I don't know um, because they're a friend of a friend of a friend. And now all of those people are in there and have had strong relationships develop out of that as well. So, and I think the thing too, with, with a lot of our conversations, because we are athletic trainers, we care about taking care of people. This has also helped me in terms of my personal growth and figuring out how to help people better. So. So in making a comment like I did about Josh, then I, then I obviously realized later that like I met in Las Vegas, I met Tanya, who's an active member of the Wolfpack. And then, um, also met Kyle Rutledge again, another active member of the Wolfpack. So it's pretty cool just to to see those people that I've interacted with social media and then get to know them a little bit more. I'm sure there's more, but because of the the podcast, you know, there's a lot of people where I'm 
either interviewing somebody and then I'd jump off and talk to somebody or take some pictures with somebody, you know, always doing something there. I'm very busy, but uh, I apologize to any anybody listening that has met me in person that was part of that. I will promise it wasn't intentional. It's just um, this this podcast, normally what I do when I'm doing the podcast is I'm, I'm taking notes so that whenever I go to make the post, it's super easy, but I haven't written down, typed down, typed in a single thing in the notes because the conversation is different. Like it's a free flowing, moving, bouncing conversation. And so it's going to be a little bit harder, but again, that's kind of the, the idea with the Wolfpack. It's just, it's free flowing, it's moving. It's about a conversation and not then about an agenda. Um, are there, I know that I know like Matt made the Wolfpack stickers and then Tom had the Wolfpack t-shirts, which he was going to send me one, but he got sold out just before I could uh, get to it. Um, so I could put it back up here on my wall. Um, any, any concerns you guys have about the Wolfpack or maybe where it's headed? Anything, anything that seems to have bothered you? My, my major, my main concern is that we're going to be seen as an exclusive group where, um, people on the outside might not fully understand but like a lot of us will tag with the hashtag at wolfpack and some people refer to us as the cool kids group and putting us on a certain pedestal that i don't think any of us believe we are on um so i think just that that kind of um I can't even think of the word now but that belief that we are something bigger than we actually are so the, the only the only concern the other other concern that I would have I agree with Ed with that comment um, and other people's perception but there there's an intimacy in the group and sometimes when you get too big you lose a little bit of that intimacy so I hope that doesn't happen I'm hoping we can stay close and and be able to thrive off each other but um, beyond that it's, it's just so inclusive and so so open that it's really comfortable sitting down on a Tuesday or Thursday night and just just chatting or just listening. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with the things that both of them said. I think just the hardest thing that we've tried to kind of navigate is this started as a group of 20 to 30 of us. And now all of a sudden there's 160 of us. Um, so some people can can definitely feel nervous about saying something, especially um, if it could be perceived as, uh, oh my God, I just lost the word. Exclusive. No, not uh, controversial. Um, but like we've said before, like there's always someone who's going to kind of have the same beliefs that you do, or if you're willing to, and I think a lot of this has been a lot of growth because especially when all the social injustice stuff happened, like um it was really eye-opening to me we do have um a few black members of the wolf pack who are athletic trainers and even just i've seen posts from them like oh i'm the first black athletic trainer that like i've ever met because like i didn't have any and just being able to have conversations with them and listen to what their experiences have been um and it like really forced me to grow up as a person so i think that that's probably my biggest thing is honestly like just be willing to grow because a lot of the times you're going to learn so many things that you never even knew that you didn't know. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I know, uh, Ashley has her, her links actually have links for everybody uh, on their Twitter on the show notes. So I'll have those with the post. Um, Ash tapes ankles. Paul is Oak ton H S A T P Thomas J Barkowski. And then Ed was ATC, but again, I'll have links to those and you probably already connected with one of them or at least me. And then usually it's pretty easy to, to search on there. So Ed, you look like you're about to say something. Did you have something else? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, I'm very open with personal experiences, personal struggles. And the reason I do that is I think there's a lot of athletic trainers out there that we just hide what we're feeling inside um, with anxieties of our, how we are as professionals um, and feeling inadequate uh, for certain reasons. And the reason I'm like that is it's helped me to 
connect to many other athletic trainers because in the wolf pack some of those private conversations that have come out have been a lot about that and just helping each other get through those feelings and learning that we are good enough as who we are like yes we can always be better but we're we're not as bad as we think we are inside so um yeah i'm never and i'm never afraid to ask those questions to other people if they're trying to like figure out the question and i'll help them along with that and it's really helped me as a mentor because i never i like i said in my 20s i didn't think i had a mentor and i think that as a young professional that is a very key time to have a mentor um just because with with undergrad yeah you have your advisor you have your preceptors and then you go out and then it's like figure everything out and you're expect you feel everyone feels like they have to know everything and so i i really try and connect to those mid to low 20 year olds in the profession to be like you are going to struggle <laughs> and that it's okay <laughs> Oh, and to go back, I think the uh, late night zooms that Tom talks about, those are the uh, really in-depth, like constructive conversations about the profession where things just kind of click and get really serious. So I think those were what the late night, but like I said, I'm never on for those. I'm, I'm the lighthearted guy. And as soon as I mean, I we talk it, about serious things like earlier too. It's just sometimes it can <laughs> Well, sometimes it can just get more comfortable because, like, I know, especially during the summer, I was one of those that was always up until, like, one or two o'clock on the Zooms. And sometimes that was just because, like, there's only four people in there. So sometimes you do feel more comfortable discussing, like, the state of the athletic training profession and what are we thinking about, like, all these different topics that can be more comfortable to talk in smaller settings. But yeah, so as someone who is a frequent flyer on the late night, sometimes we do stay up until one or two o'clock or three o'clock. Um, but like you can join, like that's the beauty of the Zooms too, is like you can join for 10 minutes just to say hi. I know people have done that. Like they'll hop in on their way home from work or sometimes they'll stay for a couple hours. Um, and then always, if you can't make the Zooms, then hop into the Discord. And like Jeremy was kind of talking about earlier, we have like different, like mini groups um that you can like just look through all the topics like we have a thread that's all about our pets so we like all share our pet posts and then there's specific ones about athletic training topics such as concussions or rehab or um we have an entire like channel dedicated to covid so, like, what our policies or like what are things that we're doing to try and improve the way that we're navigating this pandemic as a healthcare professional um so yeah, like there's there's really something for everybody. Like no matter who you are, no matter how like anything that's going on, there's something for you that you will be able to jump into. I'm just a little bitter because I'm the old guy on the East Coast, and these <laughs> these really good conversations that go on later at night are actually like mid evening for the West Coast and Central. Us on the East Coast, that's late night. It's past my bedtime, you know. I got to get up early, and it's just it's just rough. I'm bitter about it, you know. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I can't stay up that late. I got to get up early, go to work. I got the kids, so yeah. But I, I still benefit from hopping in. I'm like Ashley said, and one of those guys that will just pop in, say hi, and it is like Paul was saying, like, hey, hey, Jeremy, and then they go on. You know, it's not like everybody has to stop and wait for me to introduce myself. I just say, hey, Jeremy. All right, see you later, Jeremy. You know, it's all right, cool. You know, sometimes they ask me questions. One time. um, I just finished running and uh, I'd hopped on and uh, Alejandra had said something to me. And so I turned on my camera so I could respond and I forgot, like I was shirtless because I just finished running. And so I, and so then like they kept talking about, well, Jeremy's hopping on here half naked or something. I'm like, no, I was, just, I just finished running. I was shirtless because I wanted to respond to, to the thing in camera. And, you know, and even at that, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal but you know, it's just oh, we right. give people a hard time all the time. But yeah, yeah so you know, it's all if, love. if you're worried about making a fool of yourself, then know that I've been on there like half shirtless or half naked, whatever it is, and then and people are giving me a hard time. So at least you can be one step above me on that. So uh, <laughs> don't be afraid to to jump in. Uh, so, uh, anybody have any more parting thoughts there? I just, I'll say like, like Ashley said, we, we give each other a hard time, but it's, it's not a love. It's a family. 
Um, I, I think most of us would agree that athletic training really is a family. Uh, you have your own family tree, but you form new relationships, new friendships, and they they become part of your family tree, and, and it just keeps growing and blossoming. And like most families, if you're not giving somebody a hard time, you don't like them. So if you're not getting a hard time from somebody in the Wolfpack, th then you might want to be a little concerned. But, uh, you know, it's all men out of love, and it's a, it's a family dynamic, and we just enjoy each other's company. And there's never sarcasm. No. <laughs> And, and also just remember with there being 160 members, like you're going to find someone that you niche with. And that's kind of the beauty of it being such a big group. So um, don't be afraid that like nobody is different from every single person in there. Like you will have something in common with someone. You will mesh with someone. So Tanya mentioned uh, there's more than one time where I've done that. One time I was using the massage gun, the complex massage gun on my son and I forgot to turn my microphone off. And so I was using that there. And I think I was laying like shirtless with the baby on my chest because the skin to skin contact oh, with the baby. <laughs> so more than once I have had embarrassing moments on the Zoom call <laughs> of the two Wolfpack and they haven't kicked me out yet. So I promise, I promise you'll survive. Whatever mishap you have, you, you can make it because I've already had like three or four. So um, they mentioned being in Orlando, going to NATA. So if you want to go be part of the Wolfpack, you know, just join the Wolfpack there. Um, but you can also, if you want to save some money, go to um, physicaltherapy.com slash one free course. And then you can get started there for free and get your CEUs knocked out of the way. So you can make your two week vacation into one week, right? You could just be there for the party and then go home during NATA because some people complain about the price of that. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> opportunity, but hey, if you got to get your CUs out of the way, go party up with the AT Wolfpack and then go home, then you then that's at least one way you can save there. Uh, there's a code for MedBridge too that I'll have on the website, but uh, physicaltherapy.com slash one free course, and that's the number one, and then the words F-R-E-E-C-O-U-R-S-E. -E -E. Yeah. Um, so for Jeremy Jackson... The AT Wolfpack, again, this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash AT Wolfpack, all one word, AT Wolfpack. If you wanted to join, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash join the Wolfpack. Wait, did I say we join the Wolfpack or join the AT Wolfpack? I got to go all the way back up. Okay, <laughs> sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash join the Wolfpack. If you want to join uh, the Discord, which will give you access to the Zoom links and things like that. And again, great opportunity for growth. So for Jeremy... Tom was supposed to be here, Ed, Ashley, Paul, and the Sports Medicine Broadcast. That is a wrap. Thanks.